I'm sharing seven business ideas that are still relevant and profitable given everything we've been through the past two and a half years or so. We've seen supply chain issues. We've seen price increases, labor shortages. The list has gone on and on. And for some businesses, that has meant that they aren't as profitable as they used to be. So if you're in the market for new business ideas and you want businesses that still will produce some great profit for you, then this is for you. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 173 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Before we get into this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to audio podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off script as I share seven business ideas that are still profitable today and will continue to be profitable going forward. Business idea number one is a logistics coordination business. A logistics coordinator is someone who helps businesses figure out and put the pieces together to get their products created and shipped. So that's everything from helping them work with manufacturers, finding their raw materials, talking to vendors. You are the one who's going to help them put together all the pieces that they require in order to build their products. Now, because of everything that has gone on the past two and a half years, business owners now have an increased burden when it comes to supply chain issues. They're having shipping issues. They're having issues finding ingredients and parts that they had access to before. They're either non-existent or they're so expensive that they're needing to find alternatives. Now, as a person who launches a logistics coordination business, it would be your job to take that burden off of business owners and do all of that running around and calling and managing for them. Now, in general, someone who takes on this role would make $20 to $50 an hour. It truly depends on what part of the country you're in and how specialized you are or really how pressed that market is for help. But right now, across several industries, this is a big pain point and it's right for someone to step in and launch a business. Now, you might be wondering, how would you even start a business around this topic when you don't have experience? Number one, business owners have had to learn because their backs were against a wall. You could go learn that in a more formal way. LinkedIn, for example, has a supply chain management and logistics course that they're offering. Coursera also has an alternative where they've partnered with Rutgers University and they're helping people get up to speed in that area because they see the need. So the information is out there. You can get the certification. Typically, it would take four to eight weeks to get it, depending on the kind of program. But with your certification in hand, you probably have more credentials than most small businesses out there. And you can go market yourself as a logistics coordinator. So that's idea number one. Business idea number two is a virtual household management assistant. So you can think of this 
as a personal assistant or a virtual assistant, but for household admin tasks. Now, over the past couple years, we have been home, we've been alone with ourselves, we have figured out what our priorities are. And quite frankly, people are tired and have decided that they no longer want to have to deal with all of the admin and the minutia of running their household. So this is one area that is ripe for you to step in and launch a business. If you've been an executive assistant, if you're in project management, if you're organized in general, you like to run people's lives, you could start a business around helping households run themselves. So the types of tasks that you can expect to do as a virtual household manager include ordering and getting groceries delivered, paying bills, scheduling their appointments, scheduling contractors for household repairs and maintenance. Maybe you can help them arrange their business travel, their personal vacations. The list goes on and on. Think about what you have to do on a daily basis yourself to run your household. Now, you may be thinking, well, who's going to want this? I might not be able to access the rich people who need this service, but what you don't see is that we live in a gig economy and people are outsourcing quite a bit of their lives. People are getting their laundry done by laundry services and it's not costing them that much. Or people have TaskRabbit, for example, where the taskers come to their house and help them put together IKEA furniture. It's the gig economy and this kind of business seamlessly fits into the gig economy. So if you're interested in starting a business like this, you can expect to earn between $20 and $70 an hour. Now you may be wondering, how can you get started with this? Sites like care.com and sittercity.com already have similar roles posted. The great thing about those sites is that they run background checks and you can set up a profile on there and it's a good way for you to get some credibility when you're first getting started. I know personally, whenever I invite people into my home to conduct services, I like to go to my network first and get recommendations. So that's a great way to get started is if you do a service for someone and then they recommend you to their friends and family, it's a great way to scale your business. And because this is virtual, you don't have to do everything yourself. You can build it into an agency model where you hire other people, VAs, for example, to do the tasks for you. So you could have several accounts that are households and those VAs would take over the different accounts that you have and do the different tasks, especially if they're recurring, it makes it easier for you to take over those tasks for the different households you manage. So that's idea number two. You can be a virtual household manager or household assistant. Business idea number three is to build a personal brand. Now, this kind of business has been around forever. And some of you may be wondering, how is this even a business? I will tell you there are people out there today who have monitored monetize their personal brand, meaning that they have built a community around just being who they are. People either like to follow them around as they do their hair and makeup, as they decorate their homes, as they live their lives, raise their kids, whatever the case may be. And once they built a community that's willing to support them, they then branch out and write books or create products, you know, partner with brands for brand collaborations, whether it's that they collaborate with a brand 
recommend to create a line of pillows if they are a DIY or a decoration type of personal brand. But the sky is the limit and you can take it wherever you want. I can think of so many examples of people who, for example, on TikTok just in the last two years, simply because we've all been indoors more and we're looking for entertainment, have been able to build massive personal brands and are now collaborating and have become household names as they work with brands we all know. So I would rethink how you see yourself as a business because this is a viable type of business that you can build for yourself if you are great at something, if you are interested, and if you are open to sharing what it is that you do on social media or other platforms like YouTube or like a podcast. So consider doing that. There is no amount that you can guarantee that you make building a personal brand. It really is whatever you make of it. Now, business idea number four goes hand in hand with business idea number three, and that's a personal brand management business. Now, this is similar to what Hollywood celebrities tend to have. They have a manager where they say, talk to my manager. Even personal brands can have managers and their role is to help, number one, go out there and find deals for you. Or if they have reached a level where a lot of people are reaching out to them saying, can we collaborate? I'd like to work with you. I'd like for you to shoot a commercial for me, for example, then you as the manager would be the person who facilitates and communicates with the brands. You could also be the one who manages the social media accounts. So this is probably for the person who loves the idea of a personal brand, but does not want to be front and center. You would be someone who is very organized and you'd be someone who's creative and inventive when it comes to thinking up business ideas, thinking up how many streams of revenue someone could build into their personal brand. So if that sounds like you, you would in essence get a cut of whatever your personal brand managee is making. So if they land a 20 or $30,000 deal, you would get 10% of that. So if this is someone who is brand new and you are building from the ground up with them, then you grow based on how they grow. If it's someone who's already established, they already have a social media presence, but they are unable to really grow because they don't have the time to have all these conversations, then you already have an idea of what 10 to 20% of that sort of inflow looks like for you. So consider personal brand management as a business if building a personal brand is not for you. Business number five is being a recruiter for remote and traveling positions. The past couple of years, once again, have brought about a change in how we see work, where we can work, how we can work, and what work looks like. So if you are someone who tends to be well-connected or does not mind marketing, does not mind being a connector, being a recruiter would be a great role for you. Only in this case, you would be doing it virtually. While now a lot of businesses have become more accepting of working remotely, some of the larger companies have recently asked their workforce to come back. And quite frankly, this is part of what has fueled the great resignation. People want to work remotely and people are no longer willing to sacrifice their comfort. So enter you as a virtual recruiter where you are gonna step in to facilitate. Now the model of making money is probably 
probably going to be similar to a traditional recruiting role. You would get a cut of the first year salary or the first year's hourly rates of the people that you place within the different jobs. Now, I want to hone in specifically on the traveling aspect of things. We've all heard about the labor shortages that are going on right now, in particular in the medical space. And a lot of nurses are traveling to different areas where there are shortages within hospitals and they are getting a premium for being traveling nurses. So you could also niche down further into serving just this pocket of people, helping hospitals fill their labor shortages and helping traveling nurses find placements. You would really be their coordinator so they know, okay, today I'm working in Oklahoma, tomorrow I'm working in New York. And because the compensation is so high, you would also be making a cut of that high compensation that the traveling nurses are getting. So once again, because of the circumstances that we find ourselves in, this is a newer role or kind of business that is more lucrative and is right for one of you to take advantage of it. Business idea number six is flipping furniture. I've seen this pop up more and more on TikTok where people are doing the DIY rehab. And I think it's becoming more popular once again because people are decorating more. People are renovating more. If you've tried to renovate your home recently, you know that all the good contractors are booked for the next two or three years. So it's probably similar with the furniture flipping industry, quote unquote, where people have been home, they're redecorating and they're looking for unique pieces. And because of that, they're probably putting out or throwing out their old furniture. I've noticed there's been an influx of this kind of furniture on places like Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. And also I recently discovered buy nothing groups where for your neighborhood, people who are not really interested in selling things but are looking to get rid of them will post them on the buy nothing group. And these furniture flippers, of course, are going to be prowling the groups looking for furniture that they can get at a very, very high discount. And if you're creative, if you have tools, if you tend to love the DIY space, this is the, a great business for you to get into simply because you can put a little bit of love into your pieces of furniture and then turn around and sell it on your own website or on Etsy. What I see people doing with this is they build a social media presence around their process. So they show people how they are rehabbing the different pieces of furniture that they picked up on Facebook Marketplace or on someone's curb. And the transformations are amazing. They're painting, they're putting little bits of wood and whatever on the furniture and it comes out beautiful. So they're restoring these old throwaway quote unquote antiques. And this is an amazing business. So what I do see instead of people shipping out these pieces of furniture, because that can get costly, they are renting storage spaces within their cities. And if you contact them online and say, hey, I would like to purchase the furniture that you just created, then you can arrange to meet them at their warehouse or their storage unit and exchange it, right? So this is something that's easily done as a weekend after work side hustle. And and the profit margins can be really high, especially if you find it in a buy nothing group. And a dresser, for example, can go for between two and $400, depending on how sturdy and how unique it is. So if you are someone who's creative, you can consider building a furniture flipping business. So that's idea number six. 
Business idea number seven is in-home personal services. Not everyone is ready to be fully out in the world. In fact, some people may never go back to their behavior patterns from before the pandemic. So enter you if you already had the skills like being a personal chef, being a masseuse, giving mani-pedis, or are interested in doing it on a smaller scale as someone who goes into people's homes and provides those services, that could be great for you. I know I personally would love to have a massage in my living room because I don't necessarily want to go into a spa where there are a ton of other people quite yet. So if you're interested in taking on something similar, different states have different licensing requirements that you would need to look into, whether it's you need to take a week-long course on safety procedures and cleanliness procedures. You will need to look into the specific requirements for the variety of things that you could do in home. But given the climate, given the time that we're living in, as long as you're able to market yourself well and you're able to show that it is safer for people to have you in their home versus for people to go out, personal in-home services could be very attractive as far as building a business around it. So there you have it. Seven business ideas that you can consider building today that are going to be both relevant and profitable going forward. So if you're interested in starting any of the businesses I shared today, let me know in the comments. Also, if you're starting a business or have thought of a business idea that is possible just because of the time we're living in today, I'm curious, share it in the comments. There's no harm in sharing an idea. It's all about the execution, right? Okay, so there you have it. Before you head out, don't forget that we have over 170 audio episodes you can binge listen to on she'soffscript.com and anywhere else audio episodes are available. With that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Off Script. Or you can catch up on past episodes at She's Off Script.com. All right, with that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Bye.